0: Yesterday I spoke about the nature of God's Word. I said that God's Word is alive, energetic, penetrating. That God's Word and God's Spirit working together contain in them the total creative power of God. But I said also that the results that God's Word will produce in us depend on the way we respond to it. To receive the results that God intends, we must put aside filthiness and wickedness and receive it with humility as being indeed a message that is not merely of human origin, but comes to us direct from God himself. Today I'm going to speak to you about the first specific result that God's word will produce in us, and that result is faith. I'm going to begin by sharing with you out of my own personal experience. I'm going to tell you just how I myself learned this lesson. In World War II, I was serving as a hospital attendant with the British forces in North Africa, and I became sick. I lay in hospital month after month, and I came to realize that the doctors did not have the means to heal me in that climate and those conditions. I had recently come to know the Lord in a personal way, and I'd come to believe that the Bible is indeed the Word of God. But there were many, many things in the Bible that God had not yet opened up to me. And so, as I lay in that hospital bed, day after day, and week after week, and month after month, I really plunged into what John Bunyan calls the Slough of Despond, the dark, lonely valley of despair. I lay there thinking to myself, I know if I had faith, God would heal me. But the next thing I always said to myself was, but I don't have faith. And when I said that, I don't have faith. There I was, right down in that dark, lonely valley. But one day, as I was sitting up in bed with my Bible propped on my knees, a brilliant, piercing ray of light from God penetrated that darkness and brought hope to me. Now I'm going to tell you where that ray of light came from. I had in front of me the Bible opened at the 10th chapter of Romans. And in the 17th verse, I read these words. So faith comes from hearing, and hearing by the word of Christ. There were two words that leaped out of the page at me. Faith comes. I said that to myself over and over again. Faith comes. Faith comes. If you don't have it, you can get it. There is a way that faith will come. Then I went back and looked at that verse over and over again, and I analyzed what it was saying to me. And I saw this, that in God's dealings with us, to bring us to faith, there are three successive stages. First of all, we have God's Word. The next stage is hearing. We have to hear God's Word. We have to open up our whole heart and mind and just listen to what God is saying and in a certain sense exclude everything else. Let God talk to us through His Word. And then out of that process of hearing, faith comes. So those are the three stages. God's Word, hearing, and then faith. Now I want to tell you that that result is guaranteed. If you do not have faith, if you're struggling for faith, if you are in that dark and lonely valley, I want to tell you this, faith comes. I want to say just one more thing about that verse. The word that we have there for for the word of Christ is the Greek word rhema. Now, I happen to have studied Greek and be qualified to teach it at university level. Rhema means specifically a word that is spoken. That's obvious when you think that it says hearing, because if a word isn't spoken, you can't hear it. So it's not talking just about reading your Bible and seeing black marks on white paper in front of you, but somehow those black marks have got to be transformed into a voice that you can hear. And faith comes by hearing, not just by reading the Bible. Well, what is it that transforms those black marks into a living voice that speaks to you personally? The answer is, of course, it's the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit quickens God's Word, makes it individual, real, and personal to you, then as you listen to that imparted to you by the Holy Spirit, faith comes. And the Holy Spirit is so wise, He knows just the Word that you need at any given moment. He directs you to that Word, and then he makes it live for you. And you hear in that Word the very voice of the living God speaking to you personally. And out of listening to that voice, faith comes. Faith for whatever it is that you need at that time and that God wants you to have. Now I want to give you one of the most beautiful examples in Scripture of how faith comes through hearing the Word of God. I'm going to give you the example of the Virgin Mary. I'm sure the story is familiar to you, how she was there in the little village of Nazareth, and one day an angel from God appeared to her with a message from God. I'm going to read just part of that incident. In Luke chapter 1, beginning at verse 30, The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. And Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you, and for that reason the holy offspring shall be called the Son of God, for nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold the bondslave of the Lord, be it done to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Now I believe that incident is the key to the most remarkable miracle that ever happened in the experience of a human being. Of course, this is a matter of opinion, but I believe that when Jesus, the Son of God, was born of the Virgin Mary, the Virgin experienced the greatest miracle that's ever happened in the life of a human being. And I want to show you the key to that miracle. First of all, The angel came with a word from God, a rhema, a spoken word, something that Mary herself would never have dreamt of. If she'd sat there and prayed for for months, it would never have entered her head what God promised her. So the initiative was with God. God's purpose for her was much higher than she could ever have imagined or worked out for herself. And it came to her in the form of that word, that rhema, that spoken word. The first thing that happened was Mary received the rhema. She opened her heart. She didn't resist. She didn't argue. She didn't explain that it was quite impossible. She said, Behold the bondslave of the Lord. Be it done to me according to your word. So she opened her heart to God's word, to God's rhema, his spoken word. Second, the rhema imparted to her faith. You remember what we said from Romans 10:17. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. So when we open our hearts and we allow in that Word, it imparts to us faith. The third stage in Mary's experience was this. Her faith released the miracle working power of God that was in the Word that God had sent her. The angel said, nothing will be impossible with God. But the Greek says, no spoken word of God will be void of power. That's a more literal translation. Or, to turn it round and put it positively, every spoken word of God contains in it the power for its own fulfillment. So when we receive it, it imparts faith. And our faith, in turn, unlocks the miracle-working power of God that's in that word. And so this is a most beautiful and perfect example Of how faith comes. Faith comes through the Rhema, the Word of God that the Holy Spirit quickens to us, that the Holy Spirit makes alive and real and personal. As we receive that Word it imparts faith and then our faith releases the power that's in its Word to do what God has promised. Every Word of God, every spoken Word of God, every Word that comes to us direct from God, contains in it the power of its own fulfillment. Now, let me just ask one question before I close my talk today. Why is faith so important? The answer is stated in Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. God demands faith and he will not vary his demands. But God is so gracious and merciful that not only does he demand faith, but he shows us how to receive faith. He makes it available to us. So he enables us to fulfill or to meet his demand. How does faith come? I'm going to say it just once more before I close this talk. I want to leave it with you. Faith comes by hearing the spoken word of God, the word that God, the Holy Spirit, quickens to you And makes individual and personal to you. If you will receive it, that will impart faith to you, and the faith will release the power that's in God's Word to accomplish what He promises. Thank you for listening.